I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Welcome to I Like Beer, the podcast, where we discuss great beers and the stories that go with them. I'm your host, Jeff. And I'm your host, Jeff. We're friends who love good beer and telling stories, so we turned it into a podcast. And, I, and today we're a podcast that's back on the road, another field trip. Another field trip. Yeah. Teachers by day, beer drinkers by night, lucky enough to live in North County, San Diego, California. Beer mecca within a beer mecca. So please pour yourself a beer, pull up a bar stool, and join us. And please take a few seconds to visit our website, ilikebeerthepodcast.com. Have a gallery of all of the great beers and brewery visits, including this one that uh, there. And it means a lot to us if you go and check it out and just kind of help us grow our, our podcast, ilikebeerthepodcast.com. Like Talon said, we're on a field trip, but we didn't even need to fire up the bus this time. Nope. We're right around the corner from our studio. Historic downtown Vista. I know it's historic because I saw the sign. Yep. It's right there. It says historic. <laughs> historic downtown Vista in Zane Brewing, Vista's newest brewery. And we're here with owner, brewer, Mike Zane. Thanks for having us, Mike. Thank you for coming. I appreciate you guys coming in. Yeah, yep. we've been excited. We've been wait, waited through the summer. <laughs> I checked in on you several times. Yeah, and our, the dogs. Uh, our, our uh, goal to open is July 1st. Um, so you can see we almost hit that goal, but <laughs> only missed it by about three and a half, four months. I remember you telling me your equipment was somewhere out on the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> in the middle of the Pacific, waiting. <laughs> you know, I was surprised at how quick it actually uh, got unloaded. And, and uh, I was a little afraid of that, hearing all the rumors of you know months before ships get unloaded. But... Uh, Surprisingly, it got unloaded and to me fairly quick. So it arrived, and clearly you already knew what to do with it because we've got a, a bunch of beers in front. In fact, we've already started. started with some beers. Yeah, I've got the cream ale. Tell me about this cream ale. Well, it was um, like most all my beers. I've I've been home brewing for a long time, so most all my creations come from friends wanting to make something and. So when I get a suggestion from a friend that they want a beer style that they like that they've tried somewhere else, of course, I play around in my own little laboratory and come up with something <laughs> of my own. And pretty much just uh, all I've been doing for the last 20 years is making beer for myself and my friends. <laughs> what are you drinking, Tom? I've got the, the lager. And uh, I guess that same thing. It's very crisp, light, refreshing. It's a, it's a very... Uh, it's a solid, very solid lager. That was the uh, COVID-19 beer. Oh, perfect, yeah. <laughs> they, uh, friends of mine came up with the name of a light 19 because they wanted a light beer to drink. Yeah, no, it's... Coronavirus <laughs> You can sit and on. drink a lot of these, I can tell. And, and they're very, like I said, it's perfect. You did make short work of that one. No, I'm sorry. I was supposed to share it. <laughs> <laughs> and we're coming up to your Pilsner. We saved this one to, to start the show with. Seems to be one of my best sellers. Uh, the Pilsner and the Brown Ale, surprisingly, are fighting for number two on the top seller list so far. So uh, I was pleasantly surprised at how well that's selling, seeing that we're in uh, San Diego County, the IPA mecca of the world, basically. Right. <laughs> Excellent. I like when you start us off with lagers and pills. Yeah, that, that shows confidence. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hard beer to make. It, a lot of people, I think, shy away from it just because of... Uh, any imperfections and any any off flavors really show through on them so it's it's one of those beers that's fun to make because it takes a long time and uh, it really shows any anything you've done wrong and get a chance to uh, improve and grow on your techniques and your styles just uh, off 
ruin that one beer. I like the lager. Very good. Very light. Refreshing. All three of these have been, like I said, very good light lager. You know, it's funny because we're getting a little colder weather here right now, but when we get back to our spring-summer weather where it's warm and hot, these will be uh, go-to beers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Mike, we found that every brewer, every brewery has a story. Can you tell us a little bit about the origin story of Inzane Brewing? Well, Inzane was uh, sort of a newer uh, concept. Um, we've been working at the brewery, trying to come up with uh, our own brewery for around eight years now. And I had uh, quite a few partners, friends of mine, that we have been working on opening breweries. Um, first planning stage started about eight years ago. And uh, through trial and error and uh, starting up uh actually working on a building, building it out and getting it ready, watch the economy and the beer um, industry kind of plateau and kind of dip a little bit. We stepped back and kind of thought, okay, well, maybe right now is not the best time. Uh, gave it a rest, um, kept brewing for fun, you know, kept up our uh, own basic fun that we were having and <laughs> not, not having to worry about the actual business side of it. And then when uh, uh, the whole coronavirus thing hit uh, shortly after that most of my partners had kind of backed out and didn't really want to pursue it anymore good friend of mine him and I decided you know we still want to go and, and do this brewery thing so we jumped back on it started to look for locations again get uh, you know more educated on on what it's gonna take to open a brewery and uh, we planned on doing it, you know, gung-ho as soon as we found a location. He had a different lo idea of a location. I wanted front and center, storefront, you know, foot traffic. Um, it was a real ambitious goal. He uh, he thought we should start off in something smaller, quieter. Warehouse, area, yeah. Uh, me, I, 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 I'm a little, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm a kind of an all-in type of guy so <laughs> you described yourself as an introvert that might be in your yeah. personality but it's not but you're a risk taker at heart I'm a risk taker right. at heart I uh, I do tend to uh, get a little shy when I'm talking to people but you know it's <laughs> when it comes to the business side I'm, I'm you know I want to go all in if I'm gonna do anything so when we found this location uh, my partner thought it was a bit ambitious and uh, he decided to bow out, so it left my wife and I. My wife and I had to sit back and think for a little bit and see if, you know, this is something we can really uh, do on our own. And uh, after a couple weeks of talking and arguing back and forth whether we should do this or not, we just decided to uh, pull the trigger. And uh, as soon as uh, the Wavelength building became available, you know, that kind of was just like, all the uh, pieces are lining up for us. Okay, all the, well, the, the, it's got the window front. If you remember yeah. the old Wavelength in downtown Vista, it's got the great window space and walkways. But once you walk in, totally different. Totally different now. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it had a, a brewery in here, so it had the reputation. It, it, you know, people knew that it was a brewery. All the uh, infrastructure, the gas, the drainage, the bar, everything was here. I mean, it was it was plug and play. Uh, we just had to bring in our own equipment. We wanted to change out the the look of the place to make it our own. Um, my wife was the uh, designer and architect of the whole look of the place, and I was just uh, the elbow grease. <laughs> so 
she just told me what to do and I just did it and <laughs> I, I came in in the summer to visit you and the dogs oh yeah and you were putting in the pieces of wood one by one you had your saws out and you were building the uh, the stands uh, the bar stands up against the wall yeah yep. so it's very hands-on yeah yeah we didn't uh, didn't really have the budget to hire people to do everything so <laughs> we uh, pretty much did uh, everything on our own I cut got 60 or 70 four by fours into little teeny blocks and glued them <laughs> onto the wall i wasn't going to have any part of the sanding them down and painting them so <laughs> i had my wife and my mom over here doing that while i cut every piece and two this? and a half months of my life i'll never get back <laughs> <laughs> it paid off it looks great it looks, yeah, it looks, yeah. it looks great and, and acoustically it, it works for the the sound in the, the acoustic place. value is just tremendous we couldn't uh when we first walked into the building the first thing that hit us was how echoey everything right. was and uh, being that our, one of our main goals was we wanted to have live entertainment, we wanted a stage, we wanted to make sure that we focused on music, you know, open mic, you know, whatever we can think of. We were even playing around with an idea of comedy nights coming right. back in. So, you know, whatever we can do to put on a stage, we wanted that. And it wasn't going to happen with all that echo going on. So Shakespeare what? monologues, yes. Doc can come do Elvis. Yes. We got you. <laughs> No, I just, I, I, I was saying the comment I made of walking in is it just feels lighter, more open. Like, I always felt like Wave like came in and you were walking into like that older, kind of like a, that bar feel, you know, like that, you know, and this one I just, it's nice and I like the sense of humor. You can definitely get, you got all your signage all over the place with your, with your quotes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's one thing fun. we don't do is take ourselves very no, serious no, you around You definitely here. see a lot of humor and a lot of, like I said, my first thing I saw was your sign up front and it says voted best beer ever two times in a row by my mom. So like, right on your sign up front. So that's pretty cool. And this is the ultimate uh, stay local, drink local, local boy done good story. That's right. Yeah, you're right. Born and raised in Vista. Well, no, okay. I keep saying born and raised in Vista, but I was born in San Diego. I was two weeks old when I moved to Vista. So oh, okay. can't I'm really close. say I was All born right. in. Yeah, it's pretty close. <laughs> but yeah, 42 years I've called this place my home you know I went up to Chico for school for a little bit and found my way back and <laughs> sound guy Tom walks in right on the Chico, <laughs> the Chico alum that's all he heard he walks in and he didn't even Chico. notice that when I <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know it's it's a it's a great town I, I can't I can't see myself wanting to live anywhere else I mean Vista is my home it's where I've been here my whole life and no matter what I, I've moved to I've moved to Escondido for a little while we lived in Oceanside for a little while and we just seem to always find ourselves back in Vista. Mm -hmm. So, all roads lead back to Vista. That's right. <laughs> That's right. It so, does for beer drinkers. It is. Well, it, the, the location is phenomenal because this is honestly one of my favorite things. And it was really sad when when Mother Earth went out and then they went out because it was like you, you lots kind of it's kind of cool to be able to kind of walk to different spots yeah. and hit it. So it's kind of fun. And you know, I mean, right here within a. What do you even say? Like less than a quarter of a mile, you've got four or five options. So yeah, that's not, it's kind of cool to have that you know that opportunity where you can hit multiple places if you want to, or you're going to look to tour or, or check things out. And more to come, more yeah. to come. No, I'm sure it's it's you know Vista is very very brewery friendly. Yeah, and so. Um, you know, when you're trying to set up, like I said, anything where it's a tour or that kind of stuff, this is a this becomes a go-to location. So that's really cool. And the uh, vision that uh, the Vista City Council has yeah. for this downtown area, I think if they can pull it off and they can create what they're trying to, it's going to be a really yeah. fun environment down yeah. here in a few years. It already is. It already Even is. Just heading down it, Santa Fe, like all the restaurants and stuff. It's and it does, it all has that. I would say like like local feel to it and it's non-franchise feel to it, right? Like yeah. each restaurant is, is family owned or unique. Like it's a it's one person doing their business, you know, putting their best product out and, and you know, same thing with the breweries and yep. uh, so it's very cool. So 
Let's, let's, try, let's have this brown ale. Yeah, let's, I, try, let's try skip it. ahead. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm skipping ahead on script because that brown ale's just been staring at me and it looks so good. <laughs> Talent's drinking. He's got a big it smile. So the good. funny story with this brown ale is uh, it almost didn't make it to market. <laughs> it uh, it stalled out uh, halfway through primary and uh, just completely quit fermenting. And uh, I came in panicking and tried to mess with it a few times, temperatures, did, did some few things to get it fired back up. And uh, for three days, I kept coming in. Nope, this is going down the drain today. And say, okay, no, stop. Let's, let's see if I can uh. fix it and get something right. And after about three days of uh, messing with a few little things, and I came in one morning and little bubbles started popping back up in the, uh, in the <laughs> airlocks. So I was yeah. really thoroughly happy that it <laughs> decided to activate itself again and got it down to the numbers I wanted and it uh, turns out to be one of my best sellers now. Um, it's really good. I'm not, it's delicious. I'm not yeah. sure if it's just because it's the winter time but uh, I've started to see a lot of patrons come in and uh, are pleasantly surprised to see ambers and browns and you know not a, a list of all eight, uh, eight IPAs on, yeah, the, right. on the board. I, I honestly think that's what a lot of people are looking for. They, you know, they want a couple of IPAs, but they want some other options. Right. That's uh, it's, it. Seems to be what I'm getting a lot of uh, feedback from customers on right now. And I would say, like with this one, I don't know. I mean, it's it's a very easy drinking brown, right? It's, so it's very balanced. It's, it finishes clean, um, and so it's a, you're getting that kind of that roasted taste to it and everything else, but it's not. Like an overwhelming, like it doesn't just, you know, like sometimes if you get them and they haven't, they, I, and I think more maybe on the imperial side of it, but it's just kind of, it's a very heavy, this is a light drinking brown. Yeah. Like, it's, and it's really It's flavorful. got a big body to yeah, it, but it, 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 it finishes, finishes very, light. Yeah. And it's, it's super um, balanced on the finish. And that's got to be a, that's delicious. a tricky call too, as you're trying to get it right, but you are Vista through and through and you yep. bought a storefront Vista spot <laughs> and, and to put a beer on tap you're not happy with is probably not going to work for you, no, right? There, there, there is one beer back there that will never see the light of day. I'm uh, <laughs> saving one keg just to see if I can mess with, you know, maybe barrel aging it or something. But uh, it was doing fine in the tanks and uh, right at the end there in the in the uh, lagering stage, it's just something... Something went terribly wrong with it, and I'm not a chemist, so I'm right. not really capable of breaking it down and telling you exactly what went wrong. But I'll figure it out eventually, and I'll uh, I'll fix it and have a new one out. But yeah, as Remember. far as uh, my first eight beers went, only one of them failed on me. That's so. Pretty good, nice. Well, we've been nibbling at the amber as well. That's really good, it's kind of on the side <laughs> right. side beer. Uh, <laughs> a side an amber beer. delicious as well. So, uh, all right, just going back to the beers a bit. Let's talk a little bit. What are some of the the early beers that you were making that kind of got you excited about this idea of hey I, I, I want to make more beers you're saying you were doing 50 gallon batches in your backyard that's a that's an investment uh, <laughs> well that that was a little bit more recent okay. I, I, I had uh, 30 35 gallon pots yeah. forever and that yeah. was uh, but even I'd always that's big for a backyard for a home brewer, yeah. you gotta have a lot of good friends you, that's, maybe that's the way to make friends it makes you a yes, lot of yeah, good yeah, friends yeah. having 35 gallons yeah. of beer every few weeks yeah. to get rid of as quick as possible <laughs> Um, well, I mean, the love of craft beer, I think, came from this first one we got here, the California Common. That's that's my oldest recipe. I've been making that longer than I've been making anything. Um, steam beers are one of those styles that nobody's really familiar with because right. there's really only one uh, anchor steam, anchor steam yeah. being, being the, the only real commercially available um, 
style. Um, I did hear somebody was telling me the other day, and I haven't seen it, but Ballast Point, I guess, is making a Kentucky Common that I didn't know about. Hmm. Uh, I got to find it and check it out. Yeah. But the California Common, being a, a big Anchor Steam fan growing up, because it was so light and easy to drink, right. and something that I can have as session beers for myself, um, really got me to. Uh, studying styles learning about the origins of them and getting the the geek part out of me and and more focusing on where the beers came from and how they were originally brewed and you know trying my best to copy the styles that were back in the olden days and you know you have to uh, work with the newer equipment and the newer styles that you have but i try to keep as uh, close to traditional styles of brewing as i could at least for that one so little bit different of a technique you know it's a lager brewed at higher temperatures uh, a little bit slightly different of a mash you know little fun things that make you uh, have to kind of try a little harder when you're making that as a new right. brewer it has a beautiful like soft coppery color right. to it we might as well try it yeah i'm gonna <laughs> talk this thing to death we should drink it <laughs> It does have a roundness to the flavor of it, doesn't it? And then the uh, the finish will be a little bit sharper than uh, mm -hmm. the sharper than normal. Yeah, you're right. That's fairly good, though. It tastes a lot like a like an anchor steam, like a, like that style. It's of, a little bit bolder. A little than bo I think it's got a little more. Yeah, exactly. A little more flavor in it, but it's uh, it's it's good. Yeah, the uh, stick with traditional uh, ingredients, traditional you know grains and hops. Right. And, Get your water table as close as you can to uh, what you believe they were using back then. And right. What were some of the first beers you were drinking that got you excited about craft beer? Well, being from Chico. Oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Sierra Nevada was my uh, was my first love of craft beer. You know, and, and uh, when I went up there, I was only 20 when I moved up there, so I turning 21 in Chico. You really get. Uh, inundated with uh, Sierra Nevada <laughs> and uh, you really get that palette of Sierra Nevada pale ale. I'm not a huge fan of a Cascade hop but I gotta say uh, Sierra Nevada pale ale is still probably one of my favorite go-to drinks just uh, mm -hmm. for nostalgia. Here and there where so, you find it on draft somewhere oh, and have one yeah. and, and it's yeah. unexpected treat and yeah. you know this is so good. Not, <laughs> not to mention the time when I was up in Chico, every bar in town had dollar draft night of Sierra Nevada Pale Ale oh, at yeah. some point, so <laughs> <laughs> made it really easy to be a fan of uh, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. It'd be interesting. I don't know. We haven't done the statistics, but I'd say like probably 95% of the people we've had on this thing have said Sierra Nevada was their first, like yeah. their, their go-to. The other 5% were Stone IPA. Yeah, Stone. Or, <laughs> if it's someone from the East Coast, they'll talk about Sam Adams. Yeah, well, that might be the other one. <laughs> right, from right. the East Coast, but it's just kind of funny. Like, it, like if, if you had, if you did a, like a tree, a family, it all comes back. To Stems Sierra from Sierra Nevada. <laughs> it all comes back to Sierra Nevada. So, well, their story and that, you know, just how they did it, that family, yeah. they did it right. Yeah. They, they're like the epitome of it. Yeah, like, exactly. Like right. if, if what you, if you could follow it. their footsteps. Because it still is. Like I, I, we've got gone the last two, three summers. I, we, we're heading up north to like Oregon, but I'll, we'll go through the 99 just to stop there. Yeah. And it's like the same thing. You go there, and and for whatever reason, having having one on draft from there, it just it's like this is one of the best beers I've ever had. You know, <laughs> yeah. and it's like even though I've had that beer a hundred times, every time I go in there, I'm like, well, I'm just gonna have that on draft. You know. Even going a few miles down the street to a bar, it's never yeah. the same. Yeah. No, yeah, it isn't. But it's it's, it's pretty amazing. So. So we were delighted to see, we're excited when we walk in a place and it's not six IPAs and two other styles to try. So we walk in, there's eight beers and there's 
one IPA. Yep, the hazy. But there are people that love their IPAs, so we better talk about your IPAs. Well, the uh, the hazy was the first one I wanted to put out just because it was uh, seems to be the most popular style right now. So um, I've got a few hazy recipes. I've got another one in the back, a, a second recipe that I'll be rolling out here in about anywhere from five to seven days, depending on how it goes in the in the the final uh, secondary. Uh, my West Coast IPA, I just crashed, so it should be ready to carbonate and keg in the next couple days. So hopefully uh, by the time this is released, it might be on tap already. Um, of course, the uh, Marzen uh, has now become an, uh, a November fest instead of an October fest. <laughs> right. So that one uh, will be uh, released here in the next day or two. Um, so slowly I'll, I'll be rolling out more and more uh, recipes. And, and I've got several IPA recipes that I want to roll out see what people like the best what characters you know the customers like the the best and uh, kind of get a stable one or two ipas and maybe a couple hazies on there mm -hmm. and this certainly is a juicy dinky hazy ipa yes, yes. So there's people that that's your, your when we're talking about loggers and commons yeah. and and browns and ambers and that's not your thing he, he's got it for you mike's got it for you <laughs> <laughs> it's right here and even I found a lot of people who uh, are not too crazy about the hazy IPAs, but they like an IPA. Um, they tend to be drinking uh, the pale ale quite often now. Um, so I'm li I like the way that I'm pushing people back to the pale ale category. That's uh, off. Thank you. <laughs> there's, a, there's a world of pale ales out there that you know yeah. IPA drinkers would definitely enjoy if they just... Uh, give it a shot? Give it a shot. Yeah. So, quick question, because um, you even mentioned that. I think you got eight on tap right now. It looks like you got 16 taps. 16 taps. So 14, just a matter. 14 regular, two uh, nitros. Okay. So, that's got, the goal once we're once we're fully out and yep. we've got all the infrastructure connected. Yeah, with yeah, that, yeah. I guess. Once I get and start hooking up the yeah, other yeah. eight. <laughs> that, that'll be the goal then. 14 on tap with two nitros. That's a pretty, pretty, pretty solid line. My job today was supposed to be drilling another hole in the uh, fridge so I could run my nitro line in there, but yeah. <laughs> of course, it always gets tied up with other things that i'm supposed to be doing so let's let's talk real quickly here is for you guys as we're heading here what, what's next for you guys what, what are you looking for in the in the short term i guess as we head into the holiday season and then any little longer term going into the the spring and that kind of stuff yeah short term our our biggest goals is to get uh, the live entertainment going okay. um, so as soon as we get our uh, cabaret license from the city completed uh, we want to start booking as many shows as we can and get you know as much live entertainment as we can to you know bring bring some music and some more fun to downtown vista um throw in an occasional maybe comedy show you know after what we've been through for the last two and a half years i think the everybody could use a little laughter back in our lives <laughs> instead of uh <laughs> well we have saved the pale ale for the end let's do it and i'm pretty excited about it i'm gonna let you go first <laughs> hope you guys I'm like first it. okay and again, everything's right on color code, right on clarity. Nicely done. Thank you. I'm taking two sips. You're good. I was trained to take two sips. Tom's going to come out of his seat on this beer. I don't want to lead the witness. <laughs> that is really good. <laughs> That is fantastic. Yeah, I agree. Uh, a friend of mine who was an avid IPA drinker, he now, I don't even have to ask him what he wants now. He only comes in and drinks the pale ale now. So I think I kind of ruined him on his uh, 
only you, being an IPA you drinker. Him, you saved him. But, you, know, <laughs> you can have multiple. You could have a, you could have a bunch of these and still drink other beers and taste them. Whereas sometimes you hit those IPAs and they just yeah your palate, and then it's you know you're kind of done for anything else. That that was kind of what drove me to back to the maltier beers. Yeah. You know, I've I've been wrecking my palate for years right. only drinking IPAs yeah. and. Uh, had to kind of step back and go back to my roots of multi malt forward, you know, balanced, clean beers. So that's um, that's a fantastic. I was thinking when we, I'm like, oh, before we leave, I'm going to pint of something, take some pictures of it, and it's going to be the brown. The brown. <laughs> and then I had the comment, I'm like, no, it's going to be the comp, but no, it's going to be the pale ale. Yeah. <laughs> that is really good. Um, Vista. It reminds me of the pinup from. Uh, Mother Earth and the Pintail from uh, Carl Strauss from back in the day where everywhere you went there were pale ales. It, it, that's where my mind went, uh, my sensory palate went um, with that, that pale ale. That, that's delicious. Thank you. Thank you. Kind of what I think of in my beer evolution of the first beers I fell in love with, the pale ales. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was where my uh, start came from. So, you know, as much as uh, you hear from a lot of uh, people in the industry that pale ales won't sell, and you know, it's it's a dying uh, style. Um, I'm going to try my hardest to keep it alive. I, <laughs> Thank you. I don't believe any style is dying. I think it uh, just takes the right. It's all evolution, right? Of time, yeah. the drinker, the weather. Right? Yeah, the weather. Like that, exactly. Think about that. I mean, a good part of the year where you're, it's 75, 80 degrees out. You're you're probably not coming in and having the the, the brown, brown or, or the, that kind yeah. of stuff, right? But, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna go for the water. But then when the it goes to so, even for us, I mean, cold weather for us. But not right now. You're you know you go and you go lagers. You can still drink it, but the brown just feels right. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And it sounds like we're coming back in a week for the Mars Inn. Yes. yes. <laughs> for, the, for the fall beer. For the, yes. Yeah, fall beer. For the autumn yeah. lineup. of uh, We have a West Coast IPA and the Mars Inn coming up next, right? Yep, that's right. That's right. And, uh, next week on schedule for cooking is uh, the Belgian Triple and the uh, Stouts. So we're going to get more of the winter beers coming out and hopefully have those uh, on tap and ready to go by the beginning of December. Depending on how it goes, you know, you, you know how... Uh, Beer kind of dictates its own right. <laughs> time frame sometimes. So, how big is your system back there? Because it sounds like you've got a lot going on. Or are you just just? It is tiny. The, is it that, is fifty-five so just, gallons at a time. So you just burn around the clock. It takes three batches to fill one of my fermenters. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, to fill one of my fermenters. It's about a sixteen-hour cook day for me. So I do have my couch and my pillow. Yeah, I'm trying, and my, so you're trying <laughs> sleeping here a lot. Now, right I do. Now, so I do have a, yeah. a little nap set yeah. section set up over there. Well, when you need to stretch your legs, our studio is about a three-minute walk from yeah. here. <laughs> Grab a crowler, come on over, and we'd oh, love absolutely. to have you in studio. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Mike, Call me when you're there. Yeah. Mike Zane, owner, head brewer in Zane Brewing, downtown Vista. Come find him. Come try his beers. Thank you for sharing your story and thank sharing you your much, beers. Guys. Thank you so much for coming. Yeah, nice meeting you. Listeners, thank you for spending the hour with us. Remember, just a moment to rate us, review us wherever you get your podcast. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter. We're looking forward to seeing you here in North County soon. We'd love to keep drinking, but right now, we got to run. B double E double R U N, beer run. B double E double R U N, beer run. All we need is a 10 and a 5 or a car and a key and a sober driver. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, here